dear friends, it is this time of, uh, again that I have to interrupt you. I hope you enjoyed uh, a wonderful lunch. Before going down for the dynamite afternoon sessions, I thought of having another dynamite keynote speech. We have uh, Nick Tsakos, the chairman of uh, the president and CEO of Tsakos Energy Navigation and the chairman of Intertanko 2018, 14 and to 2018, four years. And he's going to introduce Mr. Paolo D'Amico, who is the CEO of uh, D'Amico International Shipping and also, of course, the new chairman of Intertanko. So, Nico, without any more delay, Here you are. Thank you. And thank you for stopping me eating my cake also. I think that's, that's a very good uh, situation. First of all, I, I would also would like to congratulate Mr. Day for his achievements uh, so far. And without knowing, you gave us another idea that uh, Nikos and Stefan have already put in line. From now on, April's first, April's full day, will be shipping equities day at the New York Stock Exchange. So I think this is a... <laughs> Good afternoon, dear friends and colleagues. It's a real, real pleasure to introduce Paolo D'Amico to the few of you who do not already know him. In my long years as Intertango chairman, I was very lucky to have a vice chairman that carries such weight. Not literally, Paolo. I mean, uh, Paolo embodies all the qualities and much more that Intertanko needs and represents. He has energy, dynamism, and a huge experience in running a family value shipping company who is still public. And he's smart enough to keep it coated on the beautiful Milano Stock Exchange, sorry, Stefan, rather than to the New York Stock Exchange, which we all love anyway, that's why we're here. <laughs> Paolo has been involved in every aspect of the business, from the boiler room to the boardroom. A man that can be chairman of the Italian Ship Owners Association and still be here today is the man for the job. Congratulations. His presence in Intertango continues the long tradition of Greco-Roman ruling of the seas. But above, all, his, but above all his accomplishments, his titles, his knighthood, one trait stands out. True to his liquid product tradition, Paolo produces the best wine in Italy. Ladies and gentlemen, Paolo D'Amico. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. First of all, I apologize for my voice, but I am a victim of a New York weather, so it happened. And I'm very happy to be here in the name of Intertanko, and I thank Nicholas for this. I have to be extremely careful how I behave and what I say, because I have two former Intertanko chairmen at my table. They are looking at me, and they are rating me and what I will say and how I do things. Before we touch base on the usual IMO problems that you probably are 
you had enough of them, and you have been hearing the old day and more and more. I will start from another point, which is extremely important for us in Intertanko, and this is safety. Now, thanks to a fantastic relationship at Nikos Tsakos, my friend and previous chairman of the association, we have a very good relationship with Ockenf. Ockenf is the safety body of the oil company, sorry, energy company today. And we built up not only a, a close relationship and partnership, but we are working on how to measure the behavior of our people on board the ships in way to bring down the number of accidents. As you know, oil on, on water has been increasing a lot. A lot, there are more and more tankers going around and bigger tankers. But I have to say the number of accidents has gone down a lot. But now we are at a plateau, a low plateau, but it's still a plateau. And we have to dent that and bring it down again. Our, of course, ambition is to bring an industry to zero accidents at all. Where we aim to, to work on is not too much on what the, the seafarers know, because they know already a lot. We, at least we Intertanko members, we spend a lot in training them. So their knowledge is very good and is one of Intertanko, let's say, aspect, members' aspects. But where we want to work on is on their behavior, because you can be Einstein, but you can, if you don't behave well, you can create a problem and you can have an accident anyhow. So analyzing their behavior and seeing how, and, and building a safety culture, which it does, is not that obvious in border ships, because we have to be always on top of them, even if their life is at stake, Doing that, we can study trends on which we can build then manual procedures, and not only that, but really build up a safety culture on board. Also out of that, we can analyze the accidents, and what is most important is from these accidents to understand if there are fixed trends and repeating accidents or repeating trends in way to intervene on this and be more effective. All this is uh, written in, a, in, a, in two guides published by Joachim and by us in Intertanko. And if really you do not know what to do at night, you just download it from the Intertanko website and you can tell you you will be asleep very soon, very fast. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, I cannot leave uh, the podium without talking about a second about Armo 2020, but I think it's something absolutely madness because I'm, I'm dreaming to get to 2020 just to jump on it because I had enough to, I mean, of this addict saying, but if this happens, what happens? If this happens, what happens? If this happens, what happens? There are so many variables in this thing that everything can happen. So better it happens first than later and, and let's stop it, I mean, because Certainly, we are jumping in a, a deep revolution. I mean, not only, this is said also by the oil people. I mean, even in the oil industry, such a change has never, never happened. And we, we have to face it. 
we, of course, expect a lot from the next IMO meeting in May, because from there we were going to get the guidelines to how to behave and how to act when, even in, of course, in good faith, you find yourself that you are not with the right fuel in the right place. And this is going to happen. You can, you can bet on that. Of course, I mean, um, it's very, it's very complicated because up to now we, we did that limited areas of the world of the planet with the ACA and the SECA, and that was by far easier. And even being easier, we, there have been a lot of problems there. Now we are talking about the entire planet. So is is a big thing, and it can happen everywhere to the most and the best owner in, on, on, on the system. Certainly our banker desk are the driving force today for what is going to happen tomorrow. For instance, for us in tankers, we often fix with many discharge options. And now this discharge option has to be analyzed and see if we can give these options out because we do not know if we get on the other side and in what sort of position we found ourselves. So IMO has to give us a big hand for those one who are using only fuel compliant or for those one who opted for scrubbers. We in Intertanko, we do not have a position. We think that scrubbers or not, it is a company choice. It's not up to the association to say something. It's funny, but in 2006, Intertanko even suggested to IMO, say, well, why we don't go on, 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 on distillates from low sulfur content and forget about. This was 10 years before this IMO 2020 is even, even started. Of course, at the time, they look at us like, like crazy guys. We will end up a lot on the same thing, a lot because marine gas oil is going to be the only option out when we, are, we will be in danger of being non-compliant. And the last thing before, just to make things easier, is, a coal, <coughs> is an animal called greenhouse gas emission. Now we talk a little, very rarely about this. It's very peripheric for the moment, but it will jump on us. We figured out that <coughs> to face the IMO 2020 is going to take a couple of years before the market will really balance and we really know what, what to do and what, how can do it. Okay, we just had the time to get out of IMO 2020, but by 2023, we have to produce mandatory guidelines in way on how to cut down our gas emissions. This to get to 2050, well, we should basically cut emission by 50%. Now, I can tell you, we do not know how to do it today. So, it's a big challenge. It's really the biggest challenge. Probably IMO 2020 will be a children play against this one. The only good piece of information for me is by that date I will be retired, and thanks God. But, of course, as I said, it being a big program, there is a, 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 the need of a big research and development action. 
This R&D will be done, of course, by the shipyards, engine manufacturers, naval architects, all the people who are involved in the construction and, and the, proje in the, proje the project of the ship. Not certainly as owners. Sorry if I, I, I underlined this because they are already talking about the fund which must be financed by owner in way to finance the R&D which is going, this is not going to happen or not. I mean, I will be fighting this all my time because when you buy your car, you pay for the R&D of that car in the price. You didn't finance Nissan or Toyota to do the research before that. So I don't see why we should do the same thing. But anyhow, we have a lot of things at stake. We'll see how it will go. I'm pretty sure we will face all the challenges and we will solve it because we solved so many. I think only of a double hull. I mean, we, re we rebuilt the entire tanker fleet in 10 years, but we did it. So we can do this and we can do more. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you.